This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Stu, triple eight seven two seven. Back would be the number to call. Should you be so inclined? We'd love uh, to hear from you. Oh my gosh, would we ever? Good morning, everybody. Beautiful morning this morning. The morning time. Because we care Good. about you. We got some Britney Spears coming up in just a few minutes, and uh, right after that, uh, we're gonna get the lead out. Well, not until 7 o'clock tonight, because that's the time. It's what we call day parted. We can't play Led Zeppelin until nighttime, because it's too hard. Uh, so we're going to get the let out around 7 o'clock tonight from 7 to 8. It's the all let out hour here. I, I love the teasing on radio like that. Because, you know, every freaking radio station does it. Every TV station does it. Hey, if you hang around for the next three and a half hours, I'm going to talk <laughs> about this story. It's like, I'm not, no. You don't wait for three and a half hours. What? what year do you think it is if you say yeah. something like a headline like that i'm just going to look it up on the internet good point especially now yeah right it's just like i always hear that yeah. like i used to listen to a morning show um uh a news-based morning show as i would come into work and they would be like okay everybody just want to tell you that coming up at 9 35 it's gonna be we're gonna talk to uh to selectman tim to tempton uh, who's going to tell us about his new pothole removal proposal that could save us up to 8% on our local street uh, cleaning fees. And it's like, first of all, it's a terrible tease. I don't care what he says, and I don't care what the policy is. But it's 6.15. But if you're interested in Tim Tim Tempton, If you are, uh, it's 6.15. Don't tell me he's coming up at 9.35. Because yeah, you can look up the story and see potholes in Dallas. Yeah. And already get the details. You don't need to listen to Tim Tim Tempton. Tim Tim Tempton. Um, and right. he's a good guy. I mean, so, a good guy in the community. I mean, I don't think there's any problem I, with Tim per se. I'm just saying. He uh, cheated on his wife well, yeah, three or did. four times. Yeah, a couple of times. And he did but, murder uh, several of his former spouses. 
Nobody. Um, he says they all deserved murdering, though. He d he didn't say that. He, he at trial. He said he, he's he never murdered it. anybody who didn't deserve murdering. Yeah, and he didn't use the G. I mean, he did say no, murdering. No, he, he does say murdering. He's uh, from Texas. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but like that's just like first of, I mean, even if you want to hear the interview, it's just too far of a teeth. Like as a uh, as a host, like wouldn't you say, coming up, we're going to talk to Tim Tim Temkin about mm -hmm. the pothole problem and his past murders, his past murdering. Now I'm sticking around for that. Right. I'm sticking okay, around. Okay, I might do murders. that. I might hold out till 9:35 yeah. to hear the that. Potholes might not interest me as right. much. But I mean, the point is though, just say it's coming up. Don't say it's coming right. up at 9:35. No one's going to be here. They're all, we're all driving to work. We're all going to be in like our fourth meeting of the day at 9:35. <laughs> like I'm not, mm -hmm. and I'm not. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Jeff, did you want to comment on that? I know you're a, you were a big uh, local radio star and and, <laughs> and, a, and a fan of Tim Tempton. If I'm not, not mistaken. Oh my God. Tim right? Tempton. Tim, Tim, Tim Tempton. A couple of times about yeah. his yeah. Yeah. About his murder plan. So um, actually, mm. you're absolutely right, Stu. Except mm -hmm. that. With the new uh, with the new way that they uh, monitor radio stations, uh, they want the shows to give uh, timestamps to interviews, but only like every hour. You know, not too, not more than an hour. That's right, because time. of the people meter thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like seven fifty. So it's a case. weird new world. They want that. They want that appointment listening. Yeah, that is always big. Appointment listening is a big thing in radio, and it's also a big thing in TV. I mean, every news you know show yeah. tells you coming up, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. However, I will say. At least personally, and I don't know if this is true for everyone else. Almost all the time, those promos talk me out of tuning in. Because I'm of like, times, oh, you'll I, find you're not interested in yeah, yeah, those stories. I don't, I don't care, care what who Tim murdered with right. his pothole. Yeah. It's it's interesting because ESPN will list on on the side oh, of the yeah. screen. Perfect the example of this. Like yes. the list and and in what order they're going to talk about. Like in a few minutes, we're going to talk about hockey, and I'm like, okay, I don't care about hockey. Yeah. I'm going right. to turn it. A few minutes, we're going to talk about soccer and the international uh, premier leagues. In London. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not interested you in that. You are convincing me not to watch yeah. by doing that. Because, yes. yes. So you if, really run the risk. Right. Like, if I see two stories from now is a Philadelphia Eagles story, yeah, maybe I'll stick maybe. around for it. So you might get another mm -hmm. couple minutes out of me occasionally. But or most you might of the time, tune out and then come back. Right. Most of the time, though, you're just going to show me a, a list of stories that Mm -hmm. Even that I might not necessarily want to watch. And I, I've made this point with Glenn. Like, if Glenn were to start the show every day and say, here are the, the 12 stories. You know what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about a new Gwyneth Paltrow website uh, that it has mm -hmm. health cures. Um, people will be like, I'm going to talk here. What? Glenn Beck, talk about Gwyneth Paltrow's website. Well, when you find out what the story is and how he did it, which was a really funny break about her and Jade Eggs and go back on the radio podcast if you want to hear that one because it was hilarious. But, like, you're saying to people, judge this by the story rather than what your host will do to it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that makes some sense in the in this straight broadcasting news world. But, like, the, re the way the story is done is why you like shows. It's not because they're covering specific stories necessarily. It's it's what's additional on top of that, mm -hmm. which is the personalities involved, the, the way they present their facts. Because pretty much everybody's covering the same stuff yeah. as a rule. I mean, we try to do different Except stories us. sometimes. Except uh, us. Yeah. We're doing the Jade Egg story. Yes. Because of where, where she puts that, because it's fun. You uh, probably did. I don't know. And by the way, I've never tried it, Pat, so I don't know if it's fun, but I, I'm glad you have a review on no, it. No, Jeffy said it's fun. Okay. Uh, Jeffy puts it uh, where I the sun the, doesn't shine on I him. I use the thin so, wax. You know, uh, I, like to, uh, I, the floss? I don't like to use it without the wax floss <laughs> to hold on. I get a little nervous. <laughs> I don't want to ever hear you say that again. <laughs>
Thank you. <laughs> this is dicky, uh, man. Yeah, no, I, and it's, it's true. Right. I mean, you, you hear that, uh, especially if you're doing a traditional <sighs> politics talk show. I mean, it's mm -hmm. the, the same five or six stories everybody covers every day. I mean, we try to do something different mm -hmm. uh, than that. But I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, like, why do you listen to, you know, Rush Limbaugh talk about uh, the... Uh, you know, the Rex Tillerson appointment, because you think he's going to say something interesting about it. it. Like, but if you don't, if if you don't, if you go into that saying, okay, I don't care about the Rex Tillerson appointment, you're not going to listen to him. If you listen to that segment, I promise you, it, you're going to wind up finding something interesting in it. I used to listen to um, a show, uh, and I, you know, still listen to both hosts separately, Mike and the Mad Dog from New York. We, you listened to him as well, Pat, when we were there. Mm -hmm. um, and they did, one of the things I loved about that show is they did the best job with interviews about topics I didn't care about. They would talk to the, the, the uh, commissioner of, the, uh, ma of Major League Soccer and make that a freaking interesting interview. Now, if you tease me, hey, by the way, the commissioner of Major League Soccer is going to come up in four hours. you got to tune in for that. I'm not tuning in. But because I know those hosts and the way they do those interviews, and I know that I like them over and over and over again, I am going to tune mm -hmm. in. Um, and they will somehow make that topic interesting. That is, I mean, that is, we've fallen away from the idea that the personality uh, is the one that you tune in for. And I know that's, at least for me, that's what I do. Um, and it's why I don't tune in when Jeffy does his show on Saturdays uh, here on the Blaze Radio. Because I know, no matter what point. stories he's covering, it's going to be matter. him speaking. Doesn't matter. And I don't want that. He could be talking about Tim Timpton's uh Oh, we're going to cover that affairs. in depth this Saturday. He, coming he, up. All of his affairs and why he had them and who he had them with. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen. Second because, hour, second segment. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because we're not interested. You're not going to leave show. with a multi-murdering... No, 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 no. Yeah. Second hour. Okay. Nine, nine, second seven, hour. 9.17 Central. <laughs> <laughs> the other part that's really crazy about that now is so much of your listenership and viewership is digital. Yeah. So the, the idea to, to tease these segments is so much less valuable on those, on those mediums because... I mean, you know, it yeah. works for ratings on, on terrestrial radio, but like when you're talking about how many people are tuning in, you need to keep them tuned in right now. Like you mm -hmm. don't need to tune in. You don't need to say, hey, come back to, the, to this live stream in three hours. You need to keep them there now. That's such a bizarre thing. I've never understood that. And every programmer in the universe says that's the right thing to do. And I'm sure there's plenty of research to back that up. But, man, I, I, I might be in the minority. It just never affects me that way. I'm never like, oh, wow, great. I can't wait to see it, that. It never feels right doing it, but. They they continue they tell to you want to do it. it. Done. Yeah, it's it's a. They always, we do a Facebook promo every day, in which we say a couple of things that we're going to uh, talk about on the next day's show, and you know most of it. Like obviously, we can't tell you what the news of the day is going to be tomorrow, because we're doing it like today, halfway through the show. At some point in a commercial break, we'll record our promo for tomorrow, and that promo will tell you a couple of sort of, you know, evergreen, you know, goofy stories that will be funny mm -hmm. uh, when we do them, if we do them. Um, which is you know, also somewhat rare. Uh, but when we'll tell you a couple of stories, and like you might say to yourself, oh, I don't want A, I don't care about that story. And B, if I do care about the story, I'm going to Google it now. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow when you're doing the show. And then listen to a two-hour show to hopefully find the one break that you do talk about that. But, I mean, everybody says you're supposed to do them. Yes. So you do them. Yes, they do. And that actually came probably from research in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> Maybe probably. not even relevant today. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, all right. Democrats have introduced a bill. Uh, this, this is fun. This is going to be a fun four years mm. to take the nuclear football out of Donald Trump's hands. Oh, my gosh. Uh, who would you give it to at that point? Uh, Nancy Pelosi, probably. 
Foreign Policy reported that the uh, bill was introduced by Edward McCarkey. Uh, Markey. Edward McCarkey. Edward, <laughs> to Edward Markey. Uh, from Massachusetts, and Ted Liu of California. The article notes that Liu has a paper sign uh, outside his office that reads, Alternate Fact-Free Zone. Yeah. <laughs> he's funny, because he's saying the president has alternate facts. What a nice little is... gift, though, to uh, to Democrats, the alternative Jeez. facts quote. What a nice gift. That's the gift it, that keeps on really giving was. for them right now. Yeah, and, I mean, it's legitimate. It's a legitimate it's, it complaint. It's a stupid thing to say. Stupid thing to say. Uh, Trump was asked by ABC News <clears throat> about the responsibility of receiving the nuclear codes, and uh, he responded, it was a very sobering moment. It's very, very, very scary in a sense. He did say that, which was very... I, I, you know, we didn't even play any of those clips from that interview last night. I did watch uh, some of it, um, and uh, that is what he said. And It's I, very, very, very scary in a sense, he I, said. And he, oh, and he said something man. like, I have faith that in, the, in that moment I'll do the right that thing. Bad. Right, you're not more confident than that. Like, you have right? faith you'll do the right thing? I, I kind of hope you're a little bit pretty Jeez. sure on that one, you know. Markey said in a statement that the uh, that nuclear war is the gravest risk to human survival. What about climate change? That's what right. kind of irresponsible wow. democratic douchebag is this guy? And Ed Markey is a hardcore climate change I know. guy, too. I mean, he's one of the I guys know. leading that stuff. That's amazing. Wow. Wow. Uh, man, that's uh, amazing. He was likely referring to Trump's comments in March. Uh, he was asked about a hypothetical ISIS strike and responded, <laughs> I'd never take any of my credit cards off the table. Any of my cards off the table. Or his credit cards. Not, not credit cards. Uh, the bill has gained support from various global disarmament groups. Uh, but if you take the nuclear football from the president, I, I mean, I, I don't know who would receive it. Maybe one of the generals. Maybe that would make sense. Chief the uh, Mattis, yeah, right. I mean, maybe. No, I mean we freaking elected him. I mean I, I don't right. think it's a good idea for uh, him. I mean I do not want Donald Trump's hands on the nuclear coats. I, straight out, I think you know that if you watch the show. However, he won the election, mm. and that's that's part of the job. Uh, I, I don't think you. I don't think would it even be. I guess it probably would be legal to strip him somehow. I'm not sure know. we'd have to look into that's that. That's a real constitutional crisis. But, I mean, you want to talk about balance of power? Well, there's more than uh, first of all. He. I mean, Don. There's more than one person that has to push that button and turn that key in the line of secession anyway. But it's incredibly limited. Mm -hmm. You're right, it isn't just that easy. But it's Mm -hmm. incredibly limited. Like, legitimately, it's his job, Donald Trump, solely to order the attack for any reason. Now, whether the person actually presses the button or not and the general... you know, abdicates his duty. I mean, really, or whoever, whoever, you know, that's possible. Um, uh, and uh, you know, there are situations that I hope that they've would done happen. simulations on that. Where it's incredibly limited oversight on that. Yeah, incredible. Uh, like, but we could start a nuclear people, war with the a bad people day. involved who actually have to do the launching, like at the at the weapons sites and all of that. Whether they actually push the buttons and do the things they're supposed to do to begin the nuclear war. Uh, it's fascinating sometimes the simulations and, and the outcomes that they've had. Uh, we should look into that. We should do a segment on that sometime. Yeah, th- there's a really good story that I read. Prob- it was during the uh, campaign when they were saying if Trump wins, he'll have control of the nuclear codes and he can basically launch whenever he wants. Yeah. And they explained the process. There's yeah. not much, though, to it. There's, not, there's no oversight. There's no like panel that says, yes, this is a good launch. There's no, uh, there's no or- need to, to c- confer mm-hmm. with generals. It's just the generals have to actually execute 
the activity. So, there, like, if you remember um, Genesis, uh, Land of Confusion, the documentary music video uh, that they made about the Reagan administration, um, there's a, you, it's not quite that he might press nuke instead of nurse on the buttons next to his bed. Uh, it's, it's not quite that, but it's not that far away. Like, he's not actually pressing the button himself, but he, it's his gig. He well, gets to choose. Uh, no. And that's been the case with all the presidents. Right. I mean, Trump. there's no time for a panel to discuss, especially if it's... Right. Uh, You're now, right. If we're doing the bombing, there's time for that. But if we're being attacked, I mean, there's really no time for a panel to decide And that's why it's set up right. this way, and that's why mm. it makes right. sense. However, you know, uh, there's never been a president like Trump who seemingly flies off the handle as often I mean, publicly now, and look, easily i don't think i honestly is as bad as i feel about the trump presidency uh in the future i mean so far it's been fine um with, with some exceptions uh, but in the future i mean I, i'm not necessarily optimistic but we'll judge it as it goes but i don't think he's going to start launching nuclear weapons and blow up uh, no you but know, that Finland was the joke the anyway with the it was campaign a joke. right it was a joke had woke up with his twitter account and, and i do think there's a risk there probably more than any other president I mean, to be perfectly honest, I am worried that some foreign leader will do something to piss Donald but Trump off. But it's still off. low. And, but it's still low. It's a low, I mean, low risk. War bombing, conventional bombing, mm -hmm. maybe. I mean, nuclear yeah. weapons. I just, I gotta believe this guy. More is like not bombing somebody with t with a tweet storm is probably yes, the, is most, the most likely. The most likely. And that, that definitely will happen. So that will happen. <laughs> Chances one hundred percent. You know that's, that's coming. All right, uh, you can take a positive step toward uh, self-reliance. Now, we talk about certain things that can happen in the future and, you know, nuclear like war, nuclear of course. Nuclear war, that's a good example. That's a, that's a good example. It's pretty extreme, but it's possible. What's more likely, things like weather-related events. Um, you know, we've, we've had uh, power go out uh, before, uh, job loss. This gets you covered for four weeks with My Patriot Supply, at, at such an incredibly affordable rate. And obviously the chances are almost none that Donald Trump is going to start firing nuclear weapons for fun. Right. However, I mean, there, it's not none that he would get into a battle with Kim Jong-un and he would do it or, uh, you know, s some terrorists would do it here. Mm -hmm. um, and so there is a legitimate uh, worry here. Um, and... I obviously, unlike global warming, it is a real catastrophic risk. And you know yeah. what? You know, most likely, you know, you order from my Patriot Supply, and you're hopefully never going to have to worry about this, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what? You have an insurance mm -hmm. policy there for you. You know what? The other thing is, as you get further in, and you're like, well, you know what? Maybe I need to, you know, after the food lasts 25 years, so you don't have to do this often. But if you go through 20 years, and you're like, well, you know, we're getting towards the end of that. You just eat the food, and it's really good food. You don't have to worry about just having a bunch of storage you're never going to utilize. Uh, you can still yeah. eat the food. It's really delicious. And... In addition to that, you're covered in case things really do hit the fan. That's right. And, you know, we've talked before, uh, if things don't even have to hit the fan, it could be the threat of them hitting the fan. It's happened in Houston yeah. about 10 years ago or so when uh, a, a hurricane was, a uh, Category 5 hurricane was on its way. It never made it there, but everybody evacuated. And, and so three and a half million people were out on the, on the roadways and everybody got stuck in a traffic jam. And, and that's and, where people died, by the way. And that's where people yeah. died. 24 people died on the roads. And so it was a mess for about a week. I mean, it was stores were closed, the banks were closed, the ATMs were empty, and you couldn't buy food even if you wanted to. That's why it really comes in handy to be prepared for at least a month. Call them today, 888-411-5290, 888-411-5290, or at preparewiththeblaze.com. Do it now.
All right. Hi. Triple eight seven two seven back. Another really good move by the Trump administration. Uh, he's done some pleasing things so far, sure. and uh, you know, um, if he keeps it up, it's going to be great, and we'll be the first to say, "All right, we were wrong about this guy. He was awesome." I'd love to be able to say that at the end of this thing. Uh, and I, you know, there are levels here, right? Yeah. I mean, let's let, laying this out from uh, before the election. We said he was going to be really bad. Uh, and again, I, I predicted, my belief was he was going to be very bad. Um, there were obviously Trump, uh, hardcore Trump supporters who said he was going to be really good. So far, I'd say the group that was, that's been accurate for the first week, which is not much saying much of anything, are the people who were, I would describe them as the skeptical Trump supporters who called us and said, look, I don't like the guy either. He's going to do a lot of bad things, but he also will do some good things. It's going to be a mixed bag, and that's much better than Hillary Clinton, right? Like, we would not have had a lot of the positive things. So, so far, I would say that analysis is winning out, though it's very early. Um, And and, and the issue here is you're going to definitely get some things that are conservative. We even said that in our our analysis. Um, You're going to get some things that are great. Um, the issue is, does he respect the Constitution? Does he do these things in, with a process mm-hmm. that's legally? Does, do, are the bad things so bad you can't see the good? Um, you know, and the, the bottom line is if, if, if he does go down really dark, uh, bad roads um, and, the, you know, the, the economy falls apart because of his trade battles, mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to see a lot of wonder. You're not going to care that he, you know, got a few jobs at Carrier. Like, that's not going to wind up winning you over, right. um, which he didn't do, by the way. But this great uh, news is that... We had the revelation on Monday that Obama had quietly approved $221 million uh, in payments to the Palestinian Authority. As far as I'm concerned, a group of terrorists. Um, Just hours before his inauguration ceremony, Trump just put a freeze on that. (laughs) Just said, nope. Now, I don't know that he can Uh, do anything about it. Um, I believe what he said was um, the State Department will investigate the matter and stop the payment if it's inappropriate. So there's there's a lot of disqualified... First right. of all, they will stop it if they if can. If it's inappropriate. And if it's inappropriate. Um, also, I wonder if this has something to do with the fact that all the State Department people stepped down. Um, uh, maybe. Uh, we, mm. The entire senior leadership of the State Department, if you missed this story from a little bit earlier, uh, today has stepped down in what they call are calling it the largest mass exodus of officials at the State Department at senior level uh, management levels in history. Now, that does not necessarily mean that's a bad thing. Some of those people might have been terrible, and uh, maybe we're really happy they, they've left. That I, I don't know yet. Well, we will know. And also, mm-hmm. if you are not willing to execute the president's vision, and this is from a guy who thinks the president's vision is not the right vision, but if you're not willing to execute the president's vision, you shouldn't be freaking working there. It's why I said Mitt Romney was a bad choice <clears throat> for tech, Secretary of State. Not because I don't think he, I would rather have Mitt Romney's vision than Trump's vision when it comes to overseas operations. But I, you can't have a guy who's calling Russia's, Russia our largest geopolitical threat when we have a president who says they're the best guys in the world. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Now, Tillerson has expressed some skepticism, which is healthy. That's different than Romney, who said they were our biggest geopolitical threat. Um, it's different than, uh, you know, it, you can't, it doesn't make any sense. You have to be able to execute your vision. Um, and I think that's, it's, you know, might be what's going on here. Which, and then if that's the case, it's good. I mean, if you're, you know, he wants to stop a, a, a giant payment to the Palestinians, he should. Uh, we shouldn't be, obviously, these are things that are opposed by 80 and 90 percent of the American people. We do, not want, we do not believe we are in a position in which we have enough money to fork over a bunch of cash to other countries, even if we like them in most cases. 
I mean, with the ex couple of exceptions, <laughs> Israel is probably one that's more split. But every other country on earth, uh, the American people do not want to be funding. Mm -hmm. We don't think we can fund ourselves, which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this, we can't. We've got $19 trillion in debt and counting. So, Indeed. I mean, I think that's a, it's a good move. Speaking of uh, Donald Trump, his, uh, one of his, what is Kellyanne Conway's uh, position in this administration? She's got an official position, right? Is she? Yes, she's not. Um, she does. She was initially not going to take a role uh, in the yeah. administration, and then she wound up <clears throat> taking one. Uh, Jeffy, do you have the title in front of you? I don't know. But it, it's not, they, could, they talked about her in Spicer's role initially. And she smartly. Uh, avoids that role because there's no winning in that role. She's, you, and, you can't. and she's terrible. She's, she's just gotten terrible lately. Counselor? She's a counselor to the president? Yeah, she's another one of those Bannon type okay. positions where it's sort of unofficial um, but official. Her title in 1998 was apparently a stand-up comedian. Uh, because Pardon me? She was doing stand-up comedy in 1998. Uh, I can't really envision it, uh, but apparently there's uh, actual proof to help nice. us oh, envision no. it. And here's uh, stand-up comedy from Kellyanne Conway. Hi everybody, hey thanks so much for having me here tonight. Before I get started, I want to tell you the funniest thing happened to me today. You know when you have one of those days where not same. one but two things that never ever happens, happens to you. I'm walking down the street, I look up and I see Haley's Comet. I get back to the office and I'm accurately quoted in a Ralph Hello article. Yeah, this is one of those days. Oof. But I mean, you know, everybody's wondering about It's my not life. really stand-up comedy. She's doing some comedy at a charity. Like, well, everybody heard I was going to be in this comedy show, and they're like, break a leg. So I did. And you think dumb, blondes are dumb. Oof. Comedy's hard, man. <laughs> she is dying up there. Oh, my. You're but a charity I thought about using, um, using really legs as an excuse. And I said, now, you know what? I'll just be honest with people. They say, what happened to your leg? And I said, I got surgery. And that's the truth. They assume it's wrong. Especially here in DC, at home in New Jersey, where I got the surgery, people ask you and they listen and they intently hear. It's like, no, what really happened? Did you kick Susan Estridge? What really happened? And they're like, no, I have a congenital deformity. My bones are growing up. Tell me what really happened. So I came up tonight with the five reasons why Kellyanne's foot no, is no. really no. in a cast. I think I'd like to just, I don't Number think five. I could take the five. This is going to be bad. Jeff, but she's going to get to the five reasons. Here we go. Here's the five. Number four. Mm -hmm. Having just two of his own, Chris Matthews needed someone else's foot to stick in his mouth. Cute. Number three, I went salsa dancing with Jerry Nadler. Uh, I don't know who that is. Number two, <laughs> I was caught between Jonathan Turley and a camera. Okay. And the number one reason why Kellyanne's foot is really in a cast, uh -huh. that Fred Thompson's bizarre and kinky foot fetish. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's that really, really bad. I, I know this. It's is... not easy to do, though. Comedy is, you know, it might look easy to some, but it's not necessarily when you're in front of a group like that and you start dying like that. Number one, it's, it's best it's... just to sit down. Yeah, no, just it's... go sit down. It... Stop the rest of your routine. I don't care what you have planned. <laughs> Good just Stop doing, it. especially Thanks at a charity coming. event. She's obviously at some charity event there, children something or other. Yeah. No, I, you're up there and you're trying to make people laugh and you're noticing it's not working. Just sit down. Just say, hey, okay, here's you can't though, Jeffy. Right? Come on out. And you sit your ass down. It's funny because stop it. watching people bomb at stand-up comedy, it's I know hard. in my head, I know logically in my head, it's not the worst thing that happens on the planet. It feels like it, it though. It feels oh, like it, man. Yeah. I mean, it is. that is so hard to watch. There's nothing that makes me laugh harder than watching... 
uh, you know, like, you know, some stand-up comic bombing, but not necessarily in real life, but like on shows. Like, I remember like Cliff Clavin did it on Cheers at one point. I mean, mm -hmm. it was just awesome. There's something, I can't stop laughing watching that for some reason. Mm -hmm. And watching it here is really uncomfortable. There's something really, really uncomfortable, like gut-wrenching about that process. And who cares, right? Like, mm -hmm. Some charity event from a million years ago. She told a few jokes. She told a few jokes. She probably actually helped some kids. I mean, there's not, there shouldn't be anything bad about that moment. Who cares? She's not a stand-up comedian. Who cares if she bombed? But it's so oh, gut-wrenching. It's so cringeworthy. I, it's so hard to watch. Yep. yep. That was uh that was painful. Holy god, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that was That was painful. Whew. Yeah. Good thing she gave that up cuz uh, she did uh, but again, that she was not right. doing not stand up. Good. That's a, I know, but you know, she was trying to be funny and she's yeah, just not. No. She's just That's the reason that she quit not. though. That's why she's not doing it anymore. I don't think Is that's it? true. She made an, a charity <laughs> appearance, which they said they wanted to have people. They, they do this all the time. Get you know, up and do some funny yeah, stuff. Yeah, the reporters need to I do it. Do is just get up and do just do five minutes. I mean, leave the comedy to the professionals is yes. legitimately it, it a is. really good piece of advice. That's a good. That's a that's a real thing. I always think that you know, hosting an <laughs> award show is the most difficult job in show business. I wouldn't want to do it because you're supposed like you're supposed to be funny. You have to do it in short bursts. You yep. have to be respectful to everybody, generally speaking. Uh, and there's huge audience. They're not really, it's not a comedy environment. You know, they're all in tuxes. It's, it's <clears> just like a... Exactly. You touched on something that's really important. There are certain venues and yeah. certain environments and certain places where you just don't try that. And, and like when people are in tuxes and you're at like a dinner thing, if they're sitting down to dinner and there's waiters coming up to their table all yeah. the time. It's, people aren't paying good. enough attention to be funny. No. Nope. So just get up there, be straight, make your announcements, sit your butt down, because it's not going to work. Yep. And <clears throat> so when you start trying to be funny at like a, a, like a, some sort of dinner event, don't. That's, that, that never works. Do you have any examples? Mm, I don't know. Not that I can think of right now. Yeah. Really? No. Huh. Mm -mm. I mean, Seems I like could. I just don't. I don't right, want okay. to. Oh, oh okay. more patents too coming up in a minute. Because I'm. Yes. I. Yes. Like, there was a recent dinner where <laughs> Stu and I were in the crowd, and you were trying to be funny. No, I was not. And no, that is it not just true. Didn't. No. It, no, that's it not true. Doesn't though. work exactly. So. All right, well, Brexit uh, is about to happen, supposedly. Um, yeah, Theresa May is coming over talking to Trump uh, today, tomorrow. When is that, Jeff? Are you any idea? Um, and uh, they're going to talk about Brexit. Uh, Theresa May being the new uh, yep, sorry. prime minister, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's hard to get used to that because it's been Cameron for a while. No and kidding. And uh, barely knew Cameron. Yeah, I mean, Tony uh, Blair was the one we all kind of <laughs> yeah. knew. And that was Tony just, Blair was kind of the last one that we really paid much attention to and because he was such a great ally. Uh, but he was actually pretty liberal. Yeah, Tony, he was. Tony Blair. He just believed in the Iraq War. Yeah, he, um, yeah. That was really the reason. And, and you know, yeah. he, was, he was very good at articulating the reasons why it was a good idea. Sure was. Um, and you he go was back powerful. And, yeah, I mean, and you know, those those arguments honestly still resonate. I mean, you know, while obviously the uh, weapons of mass destruction did not turn out, I mean, no. the, the arguments for the Iraq War, there's still a lot of justification there. Certainly the UN sort of stuff that went on with them firing at our planes is, is a really good example of if that. If Bush would have articulated his 
points of view the way Tony Blair did, yeah. uh, he wouldn't have had uh, nearly the problems. Do you remember exactly kind of how he put it when he was arguing for the war? They, uh, uh, there are uh, some people over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, Saddam and some others who were, uh, they're uh, bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Well, that was a pretty good case. And, and we're, we are... Uh, we right. uh, over here, yes, uh, in this country, in America, are uh, uh, good. <laughs> oh, okay, that's right. That was the that's part. That's kind of how me. he put it. Yeah, that was and, the part that uh, was pretty yeah. successful. Uh, <laughs> uh, but here, they, I guess they're now coming up with. They're thinking other countries in Europe are going to try to get out uh, of. Uh, Almost immediately, other countries were hinting. Yeah, and, and that proposing. They so I uh, guess if you know Brexit is kind of a ch- catchy name, that might have been the reason why it passed. People just <laughs> people like saying Brexit. Yeah. Um, and Let's keep so, that around a while longer. Let's yeah. vote yes. So there's some other examples uh, for Austria. If Austria were to pull out, uh, we have a map here. Uh, Austria, uh, Austria La Vista. That's good. <laughs> That's a pretty solid one. Yeah, I like that. Um, Czech Republic, uh, check out. Austria Luego is good too. Okay, yeah. Okay, so those oh. are both. Uh, the, aren't For those Austria. both uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger things? <laughs> Didn't he say both those things? Uh, yeah, you're okay. You did Czech Republic. Yep, check out. Uh, Denmark, dump Mark, which is all right. Dunmark is another one. Copenhagen, <laughs> uh, Finland, Finnish. That's good. See, they're Finnish. Mm-hmm. They're fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finland, which is the name of the country, but also Finn, like finished land. Okay. Um, and uh, Helsinkhole. <laughs> France, you got Frexit, uh, which I like a lot. I'm just skipping some of these. Uh, Adieu is good. We out is yeah, great. We out is really good. KC, that's the French word for yes. yes. We out. Yes, I like that. <laughs> uh, but that's like W E also. <laughs> See what uh, they're doing? Germany, uh, and Angeliv Merkel. Merkel. I think leave Merkel. That's great. <laughs> that or obviously, uh, Grexit for Greece is a good one. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Alexit, hell out. Uh, uh, Hungary, Dungary, like D O N E Dungary. <laughs> and s- instead of hungry, they're full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're ready to leave now. <laughs> That's good. It took me a minute on that one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Ireland. Uh, let's see. I like Retireland. <laughs> that's, that's pretty, pretty solid. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Italy, Italy. Okay, that's nice. Uh, it'll exit. Nether. I like the. I like Quiddly as well. Quiddly is good. I like the uh, Netherlands. Nethermind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, also for Italy, we cannot exclude Pasta La Vista. Pasta La Vista, baby. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, Funny. They, what else you got? Uh, Sweden, Swexit. That sounds uh, too much like sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sweet parcher. Good. Some <laughs> of those are pretty good. Those are pretty solid. Not bad. Uh, you need the catchy name these days. We were talking about that with the uh, the, the little um, uh, MMA battle we're talking about today. We the, the you know, dopey Deadspin author and a, a real MMA and an American hero, uh, Tim Kennedy. Um, and uh, people were like, "You need a hashtag. You need a hashtag." I guess we do. I guess that's the world mm-hmm. we're, we're in now. We can't mm-hmm. just have a good idea and have people understand it. You have to have a catchy name that you put after a pound sign. Jeff, Jeffy had a good one earlier. He said it should be 18. Yeah. It was, I, I didn't really get it, but it was. he thought it was really good. <laughs> hashtag 18. Yeah, hashtag yeah. 18. Well, there's also hashtag spoons. And uh, milk. Hashtag milk. <laughs> you know it'd go good with this fight? Milk. 
Well, it could be a sponsor. <laughs> milk, just generally speaking. Absolutely. Well, the American <laughs> Milk dairy Association. Association. Yeah, Dairy Association. <laughs> <laughs> you really know that. You know your stuff on that one. Yeah, you he's do. good. He's really good. Mm -hmm. All right, Chili's restaurants in two states are donating profits to Planned Parenthood. Why is that happening? Um, not that I like Chili's anyway, necessarily, but... Uh, I used to work at Chili's. Yeah, I like Chili's. Did you? Uh, I've got a history with them. Uh, yes, yeah. I, I, was, so, I was fired are you from still Chili's. A, uh, you were fired. I was fired from Chili's. Is there some lingering ill will there? Uh, you know, a little bit. No, yeah. uh, I, it was funny. I, I, I did get fired from Chili's. Um, I was What'd not, you do? Uh, it was a, I was a BS firing. I mean, can we can we get that out of the way first? Oh, I mean, it was a okay. BS firing. Uh, we can. I, um, Let's get that out of the way. I was not a, a good waiter. Was not a good <laughs> server, uh, as they say. Um, I I was very focused on getting the food out to the people. Mm -hmm. I did not want to make friends with people because I know when I go to the restaurant, I don't go to make friends with the, with I the waiters. Hate right. that. I well, think Pat, you would have liked not. me as a waiter. Pat would have liked me. Yeah. Jeff, come take my not. order. Yep. Bring my food. Yep. Get I don't want to make way. small talk with yep. you because I don't know you. And yeah. I, don't, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. I don't want you. Plus, I probably come to the restaurant with others, yep. right? Would you rather We're talk talking, to? talking, mm -hmm. not you. It's not a time for new relationships, right? Uh, it's it a, is not a time for right. uh, the experience, though. Yeah, Jeffy would have hated me because I would not have talked to him. Yeah. I mean, of course, nobody. Oh, talks I would to have Jeff. made you talk. To no, you, you're right. I, I would have smiled. <laughs> okay, so what did you want on the nachos then? Like that <laughs> That's was exactly my, how I'd be. Yes, I play along exactly. and then move on with my life. So yeah. anyway, uh, I actually, I they did a secret shopper on me. As they do those secret shoppers. They do uh, that? Yeah, where they'll just they'll send somebody in. And Chili's? Oh, yeah. Graded you? And they will grade you on all the things you're supposed to do. What, okay. did, I, what did I get on that test? You might have guessed uh, that I did badly. Uh, no, I got a 98 out of 100. Okay, so I did all the things I wow, was supposed right. to do. And this wow. is two weeks before I got fired. I got a 98 out of 100 on my secret shopper. Okay, well, that's great. Because um, you were doing your job. I mean, that's what you were... Yes. Uh, the way it happened... So you were pleasant, though, right? I mean, you're I was, not saying no, you were nasty sure. to no. people or rude or anything. You're just... You took their order. I did not strike you brought up them back uh, their food. conversations. That was my thing. I, yeah. I, I just got the food. I, I did all the things. I checked all the boxes, got your food out, yeah. and then got, I got, got on with my life. Um, so anyway, I, uh, I, at this time I was dating a girl who also worked at Chili's, um, oh. and, uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, so there was, uh, I was dating one girl and there was another, one of her friends was very attractive, uh, uh, uh as well. And, uh, as you may know, um, a man who just left, uh, this network, uh, Mr. Dan Andros, uh, a good friend of mine, um, was interested in dating the other, uh, uh girl who, uh, worked there. So at mm. one point we were all out together. And we went back to the restaurant because they needed to get something. And I brought, so we all went inside. I brought Dan inside. The restaurant had just closed. We were just kind of standing inside the door waiting. And they fired me for bringing a non-employee inside the restaurant. You gotta be kidding me. I just got a 98 on my secret shopper. That's I'm sucks. still angry at you for that, Chili's. That's And then this abortion <laughs> thing's pretty bad, too. But, I mean, you knew the rules, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you knew the rules. I did not know the rules. And that's, it seemed completely absurd. I when was, do they ever tell you that? Hey, after we close, don't bring anybody in here. They wouldn't, no. they wouldn't really. And, of uh, course, the real reason was uh, that the manager, manager didn't like, like me, and he had a good excuse you to fire me. Did he, he not did, like you because you weren't know. interactive with the people? I was not a, 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 you know, like, you know, those restaurants, this is back, you, ever, you watch Office Space, and, and they go to tchotchkes, and they're mm. coming out with their pieces of flair. That was very much the attitude of restaurants at the time, 
where you'd, you know, put on your buttons and go on, hey, everybody. I was not that guy at I all. don't know where people are getting this idea that you need to interact so much with people. No. Like at the grocery store, I'll, I'll be putting food on the conveyor belt. Yeah. And the, and the the checkout person will be commenting on my food. Yeah. I, what are you going to do? Are you having a big party this weekend? What are you going to do with it? I'm, I don't want to talk to you about what I'm doing with my food. Yeah. Put it in a sack and let's get on with life. <laughs> right. I'm done with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't You know, this isn't my favorite brand of chicken salad. I don't care. <laughs> oh, do you like this kind? Well, yeah, that's why it's on that's your why freaking conveyor it belt currently. right now. Uh, my uh, brother-in-law had an amazing interaction with that small talk bull crap. Yeah. And, and they do it on the phone a lot now. I, I've noticed that when you call companies and you finally get to an actual person, they're overly friendly. Oh, I know. Like, the, like you go to customer oh, service at any of these places. Oh, so how are you doing today? What's going on? Are you having a nice uh, day? Trying. What did you do today? Are you having a nice day? I, I don't Just want to talk to, nice. to you about my day. I want a lower How interest rate. Do That's I, what I want. And you How might get I a reset? lower one if you're a little bit nicer to the person on the other end of the phone. But I don't want no. That's not what I'm doing. That's not what I want. Okay. Just, Just be a little bit nicer. Reset my internet or, or right. reset my my uh, my cable or whatever it is I'm calling you about. I don't want to talk to you about my day. My brother-in-law was here for, um, well, my mother-in-law just died. So my brother-in-law's here to see his mom in the last days of her life. And so after she uh, passed last week, he calls the flower shop. And he's ordering flowers. Mm -hmm. Funeral arrangements for, you know, like the funeral spray, what will go on the casket, what will be placed on the... All the wraps, everything. Yeah, all of that stuff. So they get to that point where she's taking some information and there's a lull in the conversation for a second and she knows it kicks into her that oh now i've got to make my small talk well so um mr colvin what are you what are you doing this weekend you have any fun plans (laughs) uh well no just pretty much the funeral (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah sorry oh yeah 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 i'm ordering funeral arrangements pretty much just the funeral you want to come it's gonna be fun Uh, unbelievable i mean stop with that nonsense really is bothersome people don't know how to make small talk anyway they're hiring these millennials who've never spoken to anybody because they've been playing video games so they're reading it on their cards actually exactly right how is your day going I know. I notice all of them, all the customer service reps ask the same thing. How's your day going? You got any plans this weekend? It is really the same stuff. What are you wearing right now? Wait, what? I know. (laughs) I know. You get that one? (laughs) Once in a while. Okay. I think you're calling the wrong number. Okay. Uh, You might want to try that again. You might be right. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the number. Uh, Back with more uh, Jeffy time, I think, in a second. uh, Mm -hmm. Calling the correct number. I that much. (laughs) To prove an earlier point. If we had said, by the way, coming up, Pat's brother's uh, uh, interaction with a grocery store attendant, <laughs> you wouldn't have stayed. Good point. Here are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Uh, yeah, I love this segment. It's my favorite one. First of all, uh, we are getting reports that uh, the uh, president of Mexico... Uh, Canceled his visit. It's big news, actually. Have a nice day. Donald Trump, you can talk about the wall all you want. I'm not going to meet with you. Goodbye. 
And obviously, that is, the, I mean, if you're Mexico, obviously, you should not go meet with him. If you're Mexico, obviously. you hate this guy's guts right now. Although, yeah, I mean, Trump it. was just saying glorious things about him, about how, what know. a great job he's doing, and, you know. About the Mexican the Mexican leader, leader yeah. Wow. He, I mean, and, and he did, and that's, he was saying that's, before that he, they were smart and outsmarting us, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And now I think because he wants, yeah, what, what Donald Trump that. wants out of this situation is to build whatever portion of the wall he's going to build so he can say he built it. And then he wants to have some trade statistic come in that favors the United States in some weird way that he's going to be able to justify Walk that Mexico has paid for it. And, mm-hmm. and obviously Mexico wants the exact opposite. Even if they right. did pay for it, they wanted to deny that they paid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was actually what uh, Trump said in the interview yesterday. That, you know, he said Mexican president said he's not going to pay for this. He goes, well, they have to say that. He has to say that. No, but, but I mean, take, let's take a step back from that. If you're Mexico's president, you're supposed to have a good relationship yeah. with this guy. He's telling the world that you're lying to your own people. <laughs> oh, he has to say that. I mean, uh, that's it's. I don't know how you have a relationship. I, I don't know. My either. response, if if I'm interviewing Trump and he says either. that to me, I would say, well, you have to say that. That's right. right exactly. You have to continually exactly say right. Mexico is going to pay when you know full well they're not going right. to. But you promise. How you have in to the hell that. are you going to make them pay for the for the wall? They're not going. They're going to pay. They're going to what? Send you a check for $12 billion after you build this thing? Right. Like, let's say, let's say. No way. Let me give you an example of how he might do this, right? Um, He might say, uh, if a a company goes to Mexico, we're going to put a 35% tariff on it, right? And then he would say, well, obviously some cars will still make their way over here or whatever. Some of these factories will still send products here. And he will add up all of the money that comes in with this tariff. Despite the fact that it might kill our trade and, and cost us billions and billions in other areas, he'll take one little minor statistic and say that tariff, you know, uh, made, you know, whatever, a billion dollars here. And then another one over there cost a billion dollars. And, and then overall they paid for it or paid for half of it or whatever it's he winds up saying. It's bullcrap. Bottom line is it's not happening. Who is the fourth largest oil supplier to the United States of America? Uh, well, Mexico. That would be Mexico. 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 Yeah. I mean, I'm just guessing on Not context. I mean, if you're talking about tariffs back and forth, they win that all day. All day. And he actually has t- tossed the idea of, of putting yes, um, um, a tariff on oil. So you yes, would be paying has. extra in gas uh, to pay off the wall that Mexico's paying off. Right. That's you paying it. That's you paying right. it off. That's right. not Mexico. That's not them. And the way tariffs work, by the way, which they never tell you, is the tariff is not put on the country. It's what? not a tax on Mexico. Yes, it is. It's We're a tax them. on the United States company that imports <laughs> the product. <laughs> so they t- put the tax on on this side of the border. They can't put a tax on Mexico. What? It's Mexico. They make their own laws. They huh. wait until this thing gets here, and then they tax the company that's actually providing the product to you. That's you're, what a tariff is. You're saying that Mexico doesn't fill out a tax return at the no, end of the year they do not. and mail it wow. into the no, IRS? that is not how that happens. Oh, well. Okay. You see, you're you're wow. penalizing U.S. Huh. businesses that that's are Importing goods. What That's what a tariff is. Weird. Oh, agonizing. Whatever. And sure. Theresa May, uh, the new uh, head of the United Kingdom, uh, will be here on Friday. Friday. Thank you, gentlemen. Yay! Yay! I can't wait for her to come. Here. See it.